The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Collier'sRural.co.nz Time here on the Country Sport Breakfast. Joining us, Managing Director of Iron Duke Partners, Phil O'Reilly. He'll be getting, uh, getting excited. The budget tomorrow, Phil. <laughs> Tell about excitement, BK. That's a, that's a big word for, for even political junkie like me. But yeah, no, this is going to be a big day. It's going to be uh, interesting to see. In fact, it may actually be not as much news as, uh, as we think. Anyway, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a minute or two, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. But before we do that, I just want to touch on last week we chatted about the fact that Hawke's Bay need up to a billion dollars for flood relief just to get the primary sector back on its feet. Well, last week the government announced uh, some relief. How did that go? Well, I thought it was I mean, it was extraordinary, wasn't it? It was one of the most cynical political announcements I've, I've seen in my 20 or 30 years of observing these things because you'll recall, uh, those, those ones recall last week I said that there was a report out that said Six hundred up to a billion dollars just to get yeah. horticulture and farming back on their feet over a period of time, about ten years. And I, you know, I said the government's never going to give that, and, and then they asked a billion dollars. I thought, well, let's have a look. See what, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my cynicism is, is uh, you know, is ill-regarded. Maybe I should have a look. And of course, my cynicism was entirely deserved because what they did was they announced a whole bunch of spending they have to do anyway, and they made a big deal of it as if to fool everybody. They said, look, oh, we're going to restore all the schools back to how they were before the floods. Yep, well, that's correct. Well, you've got to do that. That's, that's the government. You're yeah. going to put all the roads back. Yep, sure. Uh, but you have to, there's nothing special about that. You have to do it. I know it's expensive, but just don't tell me somehow you're being magnificent as a government. No, no, that's just what you have to do. And and there was almost nothing in there as I read, read through this long that the media swallowed whole and said, gosh, what a great job the government's doing here. As I read through this list, I was thinking, is there anything new here that they wouldn't have to do anyway? And there was a little bit here and there, but a mental health stuff, which is, I think, is welcome and a very good idea. And some assistance, not much, about $50 million, I think, for, for the horticultural sector and others. And maybe there'll be some more coming, who knows? Maybe they, maybe they will do some more of that. But, you know, it ranked for me as one of the most cynical election year announcements I've seen in quite some time. And, and there's no planning to it. They just stuck it out there and uh, mm. tried to make themselves look good to get other stories off the front page. I thought they did a disservice, actually, to the people of Hawke's Bay and Auckland who would have hoped that uh, the government might do something extra there. But, of course, they went so twice like that. We move on. Yeah, we, we do move on. Okay, let's move on to the budget tomorrow night. What do you think's going to be in it for business? Oh, nothing. <laughs> There'll be nothing in this for the business community. The, what you'd hope, what you would have hoped, is that the government would do two things for business. One is they would have said, we will, we will trim our spending in order to enable people to keep more of the money that they earn and then business people to keep more of the money that we earn to you know, to spend it on the stuff that makes New Zealand competitive and prosperous, but they won't do that. Uh, and the, in reality, I think they'll be they'll be talking about this being a, a budget of of you know not austerity, but certainly a, you know a, a low ambition budget. And and that's been borne out a little bit by the announcements they've made in a few weeks before the budget. Often they they you know give you a big signal, don't they, about what they're going to do yeah. in the budget? And they haven't really done much of that this year, which suggests to me that maybe there isn't much here and they're holding it back for election stuff. So the biggest thing they could do for ordinary people, I think, in New Zealand would be to give some relief to working New Zealanders. They've already done a bit for the welfare beneficiaries, and I support that. It's very good that we look after our most vulnerable. But 
you know, working people haven't had much uh, support over the last little while, and, and uh, other than this ridiculous fuel surcharge thing, this fuel excise tax going down, which was a silly piece of public policy because well off people like me got, got the same as Paul, it's just ridiculous. But so, so they'll do something about that. But really, I think the thing to watch out for for the average person is what are they doing for work families? And, and I suspect they won't actually do all that much in the budget, but they'll announce it as an election sort of thing to uh, vote for them uh, come October. So I suspect mm. this is a budget very much set up for an election campaign rather than a budget uh, that the country might need. There was a strange announcement uh, from the opposition leader, Chris Luxon, uh, this past week. He wants to give us taxpayers an annual receipt each year setting out what each of us dollar funded. Uh, that seems like the weirdest idea. Well, it's, it's actually a very good idea. I, mean, I, I read that idea and I could see how the media was going to have a field day with it. And, yeah. of course, the Prime Minister said that Luxon was barking up the wrong tree. Well, actually, he's not. He's barking up actually the right tree. It's one who knows Wellington very, very well. You know, part of the challenge of Wellington and part of the challenge of government is that the ordinary taxpayer doesn't know what their tax dollar spent on. For example, you and I would be surprised to know, well, I'm not surprised, but most listeners would be surprised, to know just how much of each taxpayer dollar is spent on repaying debt, a huge amount, mm-hmm. uh, and, and how little is spent on other things. And so, you know, I think that's a really good idea to say to the taxpayer, look, we're accountable for your money. And here's how we're spending it each year. Uh, and, and, you know, the challenge that we've got is with, with the latest sort of PAYE mechanisms and so on, we don't even know what, what tax we paid in the average month or the average fortnight. So this is a good idea to draw some more attention to accountability. And in that context, it's exactly the right thing to be doing in tough times. And I thought it was just uh, rather petty of the Prime Minister to say, oh, he's barking up the wrong tree. In fact, no, no, he's barking up exactly the right tree because now is the time for government spending to become accountable. Uh, and that's really what he's talking about. Yeah, and I guess all of us see so much money spent by the government, we do wonder what the hell's going on with all that money. Yeah, precisely. And we, we don't think it's our money. We, we've got this bad habit of saying, oh, it's the government spending this stuff. No, no, we are. <laughs> the people are. And we should, we should feel accountable and we should hold the government to account for that rather than saying, well, once we sort of pay our bit of tax, we're not even sure how much it is then the government somehow makes this money. No, it doesn't. It's our money. And so we should hold the government to account for it. And uh, that habit has gone away over the years. And uh, anything that anybody can do to, to bring accountability back to how government spends money and, and make it real for real people, not, not you know political people like me, but real people, that's a really good idea because then we can have a proper debate about how the government spends our money. Phil, look forward to chatting next Wednesday, the budget tomorrow night. We'll see you uh, your, get your take on that next week. Indeed. Thanks, BK.